Video Game Pulse. Episode 260. And I'm Nakarakita. There are itches to be had. Yes. There are many. There are many itches. Yeah, whether or not you can reach them is another question altogether. (laughs) How is everybody? Pretty good. Way too hot, but eh. Yep. Kaz, how are you? It's quite cool here. You're lucky. We'd like to be there then. Yep. So, oh yeah, that's actually an important question. Uh, Dark God. Yes. Have you grown gills yet? Not quite. We're almost there. Working we're in, on we're it? in the experimental phase right now. Okay, good thing. <laughs> Let me know as soon as you have, because I'm going to need a pair of those. Will do. We're, we're still working on it. There yeah. are some kinks to filter out yet. Yeah, so end of July, shocking awe, it's hot as hell in this room. Yep. So by the end of this podcast, whether we mention it or not, we're probably going to be glued to our chairs. <laughs> probably. Well, that's going on. Uh, I don't even know what the temperature is. It's got to be 80, but then it's got to be super high humidity. I will have a look because I have your town saved on weather. It was 88 earlier. I don't know what it is now. It wouldn't surprise me if it's actually lower than what I think, but it's extremely humid. Yeah, it is. Well, for those of us who are European and use Celsius, it's 24 over there right now. Which means what? Not as hot as I thought. It is 76. Right. Yeah, but it's probably the humidity is probably through the roof. Yep. But either which way, uh, every time we mention that, it's always like, oh, well, we're also the coldest part of the whole country. <laughs> I'm like, great, that doesn't help. I know, right? Yeah, and then there's me, whose tomorrow's high is about 19 Celsius, and it's hotter than that there now. Nice. That's a and thing. it's going to be raining. As it usually does over there. Yeah. Hey, it's not been too bad lately. We've only had rain today, really. So yeah, that's going on. Uh, side notes, who's got what? I don't think I have anything, actually. I can see the blink that you're drawing right now. It's a lot of nothing going on. Oh, we did do something, was it this past weekend? I think so. Was it last... Was Friday. It... Yeah, it was last Friday. Yeah. So, yeah, we do kind of have a side note for right. our father's birthday. We went out to go uh, kart golf. So that was fun. Yeah. Did did you like the part where you almost got, uh, it's not, it's uh, heat exhaustion. Do you like that part where you started getting heat exhaustion? That wasn't quite so fun, but up until that point, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I overheat very, very easily. Yeah, so. You're already, you know, 90 degrees, you know. I know. Already. I don't know why. I am so warm yeah, all the to time. To the touch, you're at least 20 degrees warmer than everybody else. I That's am. probably a huge <laughs> orgasm. It's probably only a couple degrees, but it's noticeable, like, 
very... Really noticeable. Yeah, she can stand about two feet away. You can feel the heat off her. It's true. I am a living radiator. Yeah, the other I day, don't know why. The other day, she came into my room, and I had the air conditioner on, and I could feel the heat just... I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> when she's over here and sat on the other side of this sofa, I have to shove her off because she's too hot. I know. I, I am a living radiator, and I don't know why it's always been that way with me. I so. make her go and sit on the floor. I'm fine with that. It's cooler there anyways. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, that wasn't quite so fun. But up until that point, it was fun. It was fun. really good, yeah. We had, uh, what was it, mini golf. And the go-karts. And go-karts. I crushed it on the go-karts this year. Yeah. I got you always win. You always get the fast one. Oh my god, Millennium, tell, tell the people about that girl that we saw at the go-karts. Oh yeah, that's right, okay. So <laughs> these go-karts aren't exactly the fastest things in the world. No, uh, no and they like they let uh, As long as you're tall enough, they let you do your own car. Uh-huh. Uh, there's, a, but there's a handful of other people. It wasn't a huge crowd, but it was big enough that there was you know a good amount of lap traffic going on. This, there was one woman there who I, uh, she had sunglasses on. That's all I remember about her herself. But she had her like, it was a Samsung smartphone, and she was holding up her smartphone recording video. But what I mean by holding up, she's driving the go kart, but then holding it up and at out like of the go kart at, at an angle, like going between herself and then going between what's happening around her. In short, asshole. I was so tempted to just ram into the back of her and make her drop it. <laughs> just run it over. If that was me, I would have sideswiped her. Because you two know I'm evil like that. Yeah, it's like, if that thing hit the track, that would be a target worth 100 points. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. It would have been funny, too. <laughs> so you know much. full well if I was with you, I would have done, because she was putting everyone else at risk. Yeah. We had a lot of people, like a lot of lap traffic, some of them which didn't know how to drive, and some of them were trying to create accidents. I know, there was All this I can think of is that first time I come over and mum was go-karting with you, and that lap nearly wipes her out, and then she ended up wiping him out and the look on his face. Yeah, there was this one guy that when we were there who kept, like, cutting in front of people and then, like, slamming on his brakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried to do that to me, but I got around him real quick. I know, he did it to me a couple times, and I got around him. I think I spun him out once, actually. Because I clipped him on the way around him, and he ran into the wall. So in short, he was just doing it to be a dick. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Basically. Why didn't they call him out? I don't know. Who knows? <clears throat> but yeah, it was, it was fun, though. I had fun with doing that. They always do every year. Oh, and the uh, the guys who were running the place started picking on Dad, which was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was. Or, you know, they're required by their job to say, you know, no bumping, no this, no that. And Dad started laughing, and all of a sudden, like, we didn't know what was going on at first, and we were near the back. All of a sudden, like, he, the guy stops talking, looks down at Dad, and then points at him and says, yes, that includes you, too. <laughs> and we were like, what's he done? <laughs> and then yeah. they told us after. <laughs> they, they know what's up. Oh, yeah, they know. They only say that because they have to. <laughs> They don't yeah. really care, I don't yeah, think. They don't really enforce the no-bumping deal. No, they don't care. They no, they just enforce it more if you start being an asshole to everyone I was else. just going to say, if, as yeah. long as you're, uh, you're not being excessive with it, it's... Uh, the one down the road doesn't. A.K.A. that stupid girl that was there last year. <laughs> you don't go that way, so... But yeah, that was a thing. That was pretty fun. Except that other was. than the fact that it was, you know, what, 90? It was 90 and like 85% humidity. I had to hang out in the caves for a little while because I was starting to feel sick and dizzy. Mm. That's no good. 
Got to work on getting used to the heat. You live in New York. I know. It never gets any easier for me. Yeah, I know. Do you have any other side notes? Um, not really, I don't think. Not really? I had two. Kaz, did you have any? Yeah, I was reading Anime News Network earlier, as I do every few days. Apparently they're releasing Digimon Try on Blu-ray Special Edition over here in December. I don't know yet if it'll be the dub or the actual Japanese subbed version. And we're also getting Pokemon Movie 1 through 3, the Hooper movie and Digimon Season 1 and 2 here on nice. Blu-ray DVD Special Edition. Very cool. And that's all this year, from October through uh, December. Yeah. In short, I'm going to be very, very broke. When is that any other, you know, when is that not a statement? Yeah. Well, I don't normally buy DVDs and Blu-ray, but the fact that two of my absolute favorite animes are uh, actually getting Blu-ray releases, I will be wasting money. Yeah, the... I, I remember back in the day, I watched the second Pokemon movie so much, I actually broke the VHS. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yes, for Blu-ray player. I know, that movie was so good. Mm. The, uh... I we are so far behind on box sets that we'd like to get. I know there are it's so not many. Even funny. I'm not I'm not keen on newer Pokemon, but I used to absolutely love the older ones. Yeah, same here for yeah. the anime. Until like Gen Four. Yeah, Gen Four was pretty good, but after that, I started to lose interest. Digimon, however, I still absolutely love. I watched seasons one through four of Digimon. I never was able to get into it afterwards. I've seen all of them. Included Try 1 and 2. You still need to watch Try 2. Yeah, I do. Just for that Rosemon evolution. Holy freaking boobage on that thing. <laughs> of course, it's anime. Yeah, Dude, have I you seen the... the evolution of Rosemon on Try 2? Just YouTube it after. It is quite impressive, actually. <laughs> but, they had uh... Rosemon in Season 5 as a main character. It did yeah. not It did not have unnatural random boob movements. <laughs> Rosemont on try to, during her evolution, suddenly stands still and her boobs go boing, boing, boing. Oh, just magic uh, gynex bounce out of nowhere? And every time she moves, the boobs are like this in your face on the camera. It is hilarious. Jiggle physics. Yes, for the win. Yeah, you need to YouTube, but... <laughs> yeah, we'll do that after the show if we I've remember. I've seen it, it is impressive. Nice. Uh, anything else? Uh, don't don't think so? Alright, the uh, I have two... Side notes myself, first and foremost, is the win free Windows 10 upgrade expires. I don't know if it's tonight or if it's tomorrow. 29th of July at midnight, as far okay. as I'm told. So it's tomorrow uh, is when the free update expires. And after sitting on it and thinking about it for a long while, uh, I'm not going to do it for a handful of reasons. First and foremost, say I do it, right? There's still no guarantee that I'll be able to have uh, any new graphics cards in my computer by the time Forza Horizon 3 comes out later this year by, what is it, September? End of September, I think it is. So there's point one. Even if I do upgrade, there's no guarantee that I'd even be able to play it at any meaningful resolution while maintaining 60 frames a second while outputting out to my big screen TV. <clears throat> so, you know, there's that. The other reason is that a lot of the programs that I currently have and use are sketchy at best as to whether or not they work with Windows 10. Like, for example, my recording software, the, the I use the Elgato Zone uh, game capture software, and 
no word as to whether that works. There's some people that say they got it to work. Some people that say it doesn't work. So it's a bit of a, you know, uh, you'd have to screw around with it in order to get it to work. So it's like, there's that. There's my editing software, Sony Vegas Movie Maker. I don't know if my version will work with 10 or not. It says it does. Some people say it doesn't. Again, it's just the way that whenever I look it up online, it's like, oh, some people say it does work. Some people say it doesn't work. Uh, then there's like, for example, uh, even, even a dumber reason than that is, uh, Minecraft. Apparently, the Win- Windows 10 version of Minecraft is a whole new game. Uh, I don't use the Windows use. 10 version of Minecraft, and I <clears> play it on here. Yeah, the uh, the biggest reason for that is I'm currently in the middle of a uh, playing a uh, a save uh, on you on my can version. Transfer the saves across easily. I've done it. All right, so that does work. I use the desktop version of Minecraft on this system. I do right. not use the Windows 10 version. Yeah, same here. The uh, the only reason I say my Minecraft save is because it's a I've got so many mods going at the same time I've got a crazy save going. You'll probably have trouble getting the mods to run just for the fact that the client is completely different on new Minecraft. As long as I can get, does the new no, client? No, I'm saying that. He's got the is new client. Is he using the Minecraft. client? Yeah, the the yeah. client that allows me to run 1.7.10. Yeah. You'll be fine then. Just all you need to do is copy paste it onto a hard drive to back it up in case. Yeah, I do that anyway. I do that regularly. But yeah, I unfortunately do not. You know, but again, like I said, there's several programs that I do use that are sketchy at best as to whether or not they work. And the last thing I want to do for like Valkyria Chronicles or Mario Maker playthroughs is go to Windows 10 and then, oh, it doesn't work. And then I have to, like, what, do I then go out and buy a new capture card that does work with Windows 10? Or it's like, so it's a bit of a faff around with that and whether or not I can edit 10, it. Even a year after release, the main problem is people, Software distributors are not making drivers that will work with 10. I'd imagine that'll become more prolific as soon as they require it, which next... That is the main issue right now, though, drivers. So again, that's the reason why I'm going to wait on Windows 10. Again, I'd like to have it so that I could play uh, my, uh, you know, with my will, which that's another factor unto itself that's not even something I even addressed yet, is somebody asked specifically asked uh, Playground Games at E3 this year whether or not the uh, a non-Xbox wheel will be able to be used on the PC, and they had no comment, was I believe the best answer to they gave to that effect. However, I think they'd, they'd like to see it, but there's no guarantee of it working at launch, so there's that as well. So, let's say by some miracle... Sure, again, drivers. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, so, let's say by some miracle... <clears throat> that I go to Windows 10, I get everything working just fine, everything's peachy, and then I also, by some miracle, can afford two 480s by, you know, end of September. I get them in, everything's working peachy great, and then I fire up Forza Horizon 3, and then, oh, wait, my wheel doesn't work. Again, it's too many... I don't know if, we, if we've enjoyed this, you know, ride on the what-if train, but it's too many what-ifs for me to travel to the next city on this Well, the yeah. thing is, you've seen two, two of us on the show do use Windows 10. Yeah. I don't so think the... you can't say it's you being a knobhead who won't try it, or us on the podcast being knobs not trying it, because two of us use it. I'm not yeah. saying it's not going to be a bad system, it's just for what I use right now, it's still too yeah. much of an X factor for me to want to move up. And, again, it, like for, if it if it interrupts the recording, you know, which I'm... I, we need to get back to more Mario Maker, I know that yeah, much. Yeah, we do. And, uh, and I need to continue on with Valkyria Chronicles. I'm at... The reason why I haven't gotten back and recorded more is because I'm at the start of Thousand, and oh, for yeah, anyone who's played Valkyria <laughs> Chronicles, that is a pain in the ass mission. Yeah, you hate that place. I remember that. That, <laughs> that that's that literally is uh, 
in order to do that mission correctly, you pretty much have to put the cart before the horse and preventative maintenance your way through the whole thing. There's no quick, fast way through that mission. You have to be ahead of the curve at all times, otherwise you're going to be, you know, five turns behind by the end of the game. And it's just a pain, so. And there's that. There's the first bit of news, and the other bit of news that I had was that uh, as of the last podcast, it's been two weeks since we were at, we had a show, and I didn't mention it during the last show, it's because at the time I was still, you know, thinking about it on the fence, not sure, and that was uh, Slipknot and Marilyn Manson were coming to a nearby venue near us was like what is it like 35 minutes away more or less yeah, yeah. something like that saratoga performing arts center and uh, it was what was it? it was july 24th yeah that was yes. it. july 24th sunday i wanted july to say 24th. 25th but i was like no, no wait, that's wrong yes yeah, 24th 24th yeah. uh and i was on the fence i wasn't sure and then i looked it up and it was like there were some seats available in the you know in a good section and then there was also seats in the uh, orchestra pit and all those tickets were 75 dollars and i was like nah. And then I, I added one to out of section one on a, into my cart. It would have been great seats. And then, you know, it's like taxes and fees bring it up to $95. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I tell but, you something. Your performing arts center, the seating layout for metal shows is really shit. There's like no standing space. Well, that, you know what? Believe it or not, I actually like Saratoga Performing Arts Center better than, say, any of the other arenas in the in the area. There's... Down in Albany, there's the Times Union Center. There's a few others in the area. Uh, a lot of those, the standing room is it's a hockey floor, and you know, and, and the, the stage takes up like a quarter of the space. Yeah, that's typical arena. And the problem with that though is everyone behind you has uh, likes to push forward, so you get crushed. And then there's also the crowd surfers that like to you know surf over you and kick me in the head. That happens. With the, real, with the night with shows, the crowds are a bit more tame. We had one dude here. that started a fight, and I got a bouncer jumping across my head, but that was it. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. That's the reason why I prefer Saratoga Performing Arts Center, because the orchestra pit is very small, and they actually have people there to... Uh, I saw off your picture, it looked like they were stood up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, uh, and ultimately, there's not enough of a crowd in the orchestra pit in order to crowd surf, so that's why I, I do like it in there. It's... I've been there before. Millennium frequently has gotten kicked in the head. Yeah, I, 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 am, I am a shoe magnet because I always get kicked in the head. And frequently of course, gets kicked in I'm the head. I'm there to see the band, not to look back at the crowd to make sure I don't get kicked in the head. It's, yeah. yeah, I think Nightwish have just got a slightly more tame crowd. Because both shows I went to were actually, one was a ten, was there was over 10,000. It was in a 9,000 person arena. We were squashed. Yeah. But people were really well behaved. No. Nice. But either way, I eventually I looked and there were some seats available on the uh, the balcony at SPAC, which I've never been to the balcony before, and those tickets were twenty five dollars with thirty five with taxes and fees and what have you. And I was like, you know what, I can do Let's that. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. And at the same time, I also popped for uh, VIP parking as well, which was also another really good thing to have because it also aided me in getting out of SPAC faster than I've ever gotten out of there. <laughs> which after a concert, you're usually in the parking lot for an hour straight. This time I was only there for 35 minutes, which is a record. Very so nice. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, the it was Of Mice and Men, which they were good. They played well. Uh, weird issue, though, what I'm going to get to in a second. Marilyn Manson, over fucking killed it. <laughs> Holy shit. He sounds exactly like he does on record. He is amazing. Very that was good. really good. And then Slipknot's always good. But then even weirder than that, apparently it was... Uh, in the beginning of June, it was discovered just before they went on tour that uh, Corey Taylor, the lead singer, was going on tour. He was 
he had a physical and he was found out that, oh, wait, you broke your neck and you didn't even realize it. What? So they had to delay a couple of, uh, take a couple of June dates and put them to the end of August. And then he had to go and get surgery. So he was wearing a, he was wearing like a soft brace on stage the whole time. And he even addressed, he was like, yeah, I can't really jump around on stage like I normally do. <laughs> he didn't cancel any, uh, you know, dates though. So that was actually pretty awesome. Yeah. That's hardcore. He's not paralyzed. Yeah, he didn't even realize he did it, too. He is a, it slipped a disc out uh, bad enough that it was considered to be, you know, broken. Please but he tell me how the it. hell he did not fail that. I know, <laughs> I don't know. Right? I haven't slipped a disc. I have a disc that has ruptured and bulges, and holy crap, when that flies up, it's painful. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, Slipknot, That's hardcore. Again, it's like I said, uh, Slipknot's always good. I liked them. It was really good. It was interesting being up on the balcony. It was actually really good seats. Uh, anyone who can That's check my Twitter. You can check my Twitter. You can see right where I was sitting. It was actually really good. Uh the interesting thing, though, that I, I noticed, and I don't know if it's only because it's the first time I'm on the balcony that I actually noticed this, but all three bands, every member wore black. Black pants, black shirts. Most of the guitarists and bassists played black instruments. Most of the drum sets were black with maybe silver or chrome or white or something like that offsetting it. But it's mostly like black on black on black. You know, you know they use it. It's a very metal, dark thing. And you have to wear black. But then I noticed something very interesting. Of Mice and Men, the biggest problem that I had with them is they're all wearing black. All five members are wearing black, playing black guitars and a black bass, black drum set on a black stage with a black background. Does anyone notice what might have been the problem? <laughs> really? I'm just saying, you know, I can't really tell what they're doing. They play great, but they got no stage presence because I couldn't really fucking see them. <laughs> Maybe something you should probably, you know, think about. That's funny. Just say, you know what I kind of wish? I wish there'd be a Nightwish show up there rather than in the city when I'm over, because I would drag both of you. <laughs> Saying that, you'd probably not like them because they're loud. Yeah. I think you would like them, mate. Uh, yeah, everything is, every performance there at SPAC is usually very loud. Oh, yeah. That's what they're designed. Yeah, yeah, I like it like that. Mm. <laughs> but Nightwish are one of those rare bands that can sing live. That's always nice. Yeah. But the thing is, is that even though Manson also had all black, everyone, it, it worked for them because they had, the, it was darker, it was more nighttime at that point in time, and they also used a lot of smoke and lights and other props and what have you, and it wasn't straight on a black background, so it worked a little bit better. And same thing with Slipknot, though. And so it's just a little weird observation that I never really thought about. And I think it was also because I was up on the balcony looking down onto the stage. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to in the crowd looking at the background. I think it became more noticeable that way. By the way, is that place slightly open at the sides? I couldn't tell off yeah. the photos. Oh, yeah, it yeah. It like it's it was definitely... outdoors. Uh, it has a roof over it, and that's about it. There's, you know, so, folks... yeah, it's an oh, open air covered it's venue. very open air, yeah. And all events are rain or shine there, too, so. Which is another reason why I'd rather, you know, even though the lawn is the same price as the balcony, I'd still rather be in the building. Yeah, because it's cooler inside. Yeah. So there was that. I enjoyed it. It was a good concert. And I do believe that's about all we have for that. Yeah, speaking of, you're wearing your new t-shirt. Yeah, I was going to say, you're wearing your t-shirt again. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I didn't want a black t-shirt. I wanted the Manson t-shirt, but I didn't, they didn't have any, you know, it was all black t-shirts there. So it was the only one I got was a Slipknot t-shirt that was gray. And I'm like, oh, that'll work. $35 for a t-shirt. And all I'll say about that is that if it was, if it was $30 a t-shirt, I might have gotten two. It would have hurt, but I still might have thought. I would have thought about it. the thought would have entered my mind at thirty-five. There's no way. No. And then it was five dollars <laughs> for a bottle of water. That's how they get you. 
Yeah, that sounds about normal. Groovy. Because you're not allowed to bring your own stuff into there? Yeah. Oh, they said that in Germany. They didn't even look in my bag properly. They literally opened it. I said I've got my camera in the pocket. Weren't supposed to have cameras in it. Oh, that's fine. It's a, it just said, as long as it's not big camera, it was a German dude. It didn't speak good English. It said, long as not big camera. <laughs> that's care. nice. Didn't give a shit. And I had a big bottle of water in my bag, which I shouldn't <laughs> have had. He didn't give a shit. That's awesome. That is awesome. But I thought they were good, the staff, at that show, because I passed out from the heat. Aww. Because there was too many... The air conditioning wasn't working. There was 10, 000, over 10,000 of us crammed into a 9,000-person arena, and that was only on the floor we were crammed in. Nice. There was maybe 200 people in the seats, but there was over 10,000 of us crammed onto the floor. Way oversold, that show. As so, yeah, do. I ended up keeling over at one point. Yeah, that always the sucks. The other show was amazing in uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, definitely a good time, though. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't believe there's anything else as it pertains to side notes. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, this show's going to be an interesting show in that I don't honestly think it's going to be that long. I know. I we know, don't have I know to talk we, about. We normally say that, and then it usually goes an hour and a half, two hours. I honestly think for once we might be. It's probably going to be an hour in teens. And, and time frame, by the time I edit it down, yeah. that is going to be my guess. Because what we're about to go to the news is not that much. <laughs> and I don't believe we have anything else, so we should head there now. Yep. It is now time for the Flash News. Yay. And as always, Hello. like I said, if you want to talk about anything, just stop me. Well do. So, Rise of the Tomb Raider has been confirmed to hit PS4 this fall on October 11th. Cool. I'll probably try that. Hmm. The, uh, and then let me see. Okay, uh, Pokemon Go has been having a lot of server issues over the, uh, the last couple of weekends, but this middle of oh, July shit. weekend... This middle of July weekend may in fact have been, uh, due to DDoS attacks. I can believe that. Yeah, that's one thing we haven't talked about. Yeah. Gaz has actually gotten into the Pokemon Go now. Oh. oh, yeah, I actually walked nearly two miles the other night playing. And I didn't even feel like I'd walked a block. <laughs> of course, yeah. I was having a good day with my back. Yeah. That's the thing. When I've not got... My back isn't playing up, I can walk as long as I'm not speed walking and trying to run. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we look, I had um, a couple of two-kilometer eggs on mine. And those things hatched when we got to the bottom of the Pokestop at the park here, yeah? Yeah. I have two Pokestops right here at the end of the street. Nice. So I can literally go into the park, activate one, walk to the other end of the park, activate the other, come back and activate this one again. <laughs> but yeah, on my way down, I didn't go to this park first, I went down to the other park. I got a Pikachu. <laughs> nice. Which is one of the rare ones. I was just like, having fun, basically. Yeah. yeah, it started buzzing, I was just like, wait, 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 wait. Is that a Pikachu? And mum went, cheeky poo, as she does. Yeah, I think we only have one other Pokemon Go story, and it's a little in a little bit. Yeah. But I think a lot of the main things that have been taken away is there was a uh, <clears throat> there was a rumor that they were going to release one of the legendary birds at Comic Con. I heard about that. Yeah, that was a hoax. Yeah. Uh, yeah a lot of people not, fed into none of that one. Been released. The uh... apparently a Mew appeared in Japan. I read about that. Yeah, there. And the whole photos. park was. Yeah. Of course, it, it was always in Japan. It's always in Japan. It's always in Japan. <laughs> only anything ever interesting it only happens in Japan. Yep. Oh yeah, I also <clears throat> caught two new ones earlier. I go on a drive and I caught that. 
Well, uh, I don't drive. But earlier, I, I loaded it up just to see what was about, you know, on the silhouettes. Uh-huh. And I thought, I thought, wait, that can't be right. Rhydon does not spawn around here. Well, Went on to Pokevision, the website which tells me exactly where nearbys are, thinking it's a blip. It was over the road. And it only had ten, nine minutes at the time. I wasn't even dressed. I was like, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Ran upstairs, threw clothes on at the... Probably at the speed of light how quick I was. I whizzed out the house and ran across the road. That works. Right on. It's not a powerful one, but being quite uncommon around this area, I wanted it anyway. Yeah. The, uh, <clears throat> I think the biggest thing we can take away from the Pokemon Go is that there have been more, you know, weird stories here and there. And yeah, yeah. Still keeps happening. Still a lot of server issues. And also Kaz has been having fun. We've established this. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> yeah, I found out it doesn't actually use that much data. You know, if you're on mobile data. Yeah. And the four times I've taken it out, the other night I had it out for about three hours while we were shopping. Oh my god, I hit six Pokestops in the town down the road. Rottenstall is awesome. <laughs> and if I've walked two miles just round the blocks here, I can walk down to Rottenstall. There are Pokestops every two minutes. It is amazing. Kaz will be going on many adventures. Yes. <laughs> oh, I think I'll have Mum taking me down there at weekend if she'll agree to it. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, works. I got two eggs as well. Nice. We should probably move on. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think we should move on. We need to cut off Kaz because otherwise <laughs> yeah. she'll just keep on going. <laughs> no, more I will not. I'm not your sister. More stories with Kaz later. Yes. Anyway, what's the next? <laughs> hey, maybe maybe it'll be a review that Kaz can do at some point in the future. I don't think you can really do a review on this because it's just basic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it's all the same. Either which way. Moving on. Uh, Valve has served up notice to 23 Steam gambling sites, mostly the Counter-Strike Go ones, yeah. uh, cease and desist letters. I read about that. Yeah, who never saw that? That's cool. very good. Uh, oh, yeah. And they did that to themselves. And then also, furthermore, Twitch has started banned uh, streamers that are showing the Steam gambling sites. Nice. Yeah, so that is uh, definitely a thing that's being shut down in a quick hurry. Oh, yes. And I do believe, and I think it was Jim Sterling that started the what-if scenario about what if, what would be the case if they were actually transparent from the beginning? What would How would that have shaken out? I have no idea. If, you know, if it, like the Trevor Martin thing didn't blow up like it did, I you know, T. Martin, I would imagine it probably wouldn't have blown up like it did yeah. if they were just open about it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they could just keep doing their deal. Yep. But no. Either which way. Moving on. Uh, this is an interesting thing that I unfortunately didn't find out sooner. And this is only going to benefit anyone listening to this podcast either immediately when I post it or listening live right now. Uh, it it ends at the end of July on the 31st. So it was the 22nd to the 31st, and I only found out about this earlier today. I've downloaded it, but I have not yet tried it. Uh Trials of the Blood Dragon. Uh, the weird thing that at Ubisoft's press conference at this E3 that they talked about. And yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. it's out now. And I'm like, whoa, all right. And $15. Here's the thing uh, the demo version. If you can complete the demo with less than 15 faults, you can unlock the full game at no charge. Really? I am Jesus. good at Trials. I was going to say, let me watch you do that. <laughs> That'll be fascinating to see. I am good at Trials. We'll have to do that later. I want to watch You that. need to try and do that. It's yeah. already downloaded and sitting on my computer in the other room. 
Later also, on. I need to I witness this, so make sure you have either your camera or hers ready. I don't have a camera on my gaming computer, actually. I meant the one in here. Again, it's not in, uh, it's in my gaming computer. <laughs> well, you can plug it in. I have yeah, got to right. witness this epicness. <laughs> Again, I don't know uh, how many stages there are, but uh, we'll have to wait. I'd imagine there's probably going to be at least one uh, extreme level or insane level. Probably. That's probably going to be the determining factor. Yeah. It all depends on how many times you get to replay each one in order to get them down. I don't know. I don't know the exact specifics of the rules, but that's the promotion right now. So I, I saw that promotion when I was searching for news for the show, and I was like, uh... Yeah, I stopped searching for news <laughs> and immediately went to Uplay, and I had to search for it, actually. It's in a weird place. If you have Uplay on your computer, you have to bring up Uplay. You have to go to your games library, and under your games library tab, you then have to hit free games, and the first game there is Trials you know, of the Blood Dragon demo. But I got that. I downloaded that. It. Uh, That's awesome. I didn't have time to play it earlier today. Yeah, later on we'll have to have a play with that. I want to yeah. watch. <laughs> so uh, I got what I got like two days now to yep. grind that one out. Uh, anyone who's ever seen me play Trials knows I'm good at Trials. He is excellent at Trials. So that's a thing. Yep. Moving on, Nintendo. Okay, now here's a, we have three Pokemon Go stories. This one's actually pretty hilarious. Again, this Flash news is in no particular order, as I just quickly whipped it into the Flash yeah, tab, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Flash folder here. Uh, Nintendo's stocks, well, two weeks ago we talked about, oh, they, they shot right up because of Pokemon Go. Uh, the stock market is a very fickle thing. Yep. The shares have fallen back down as investors have realized that uh, Nintendo has does not actually own Pokemon Go, nor does it make Pokemon Go. Yep. It just owns Pokemon. It's uh, Niantic, right? It owns like 15% of Niantic. Yep. Again, That's though, it. It, that just kind of funny to me. Yep. Anyone who, after the big rush, went out and immediately bought up a bunch of Nintendo stock probably doesn't like themselves now. <laughs> Anyone that already had Nintendo stock and sold it following this probably yes. loves the sales right now. Yeah. Again, you know, hindsight 2020, after Pokemon Go, when as soon as the stock went, you could have sold your shares off, and then you wait two weeks, and you can just buy them back. Yeah. Exactly. You know? I'll just keep them sold off if you don't want to buy them back. Yeah. That's pretty good. The uh, okay. Next tab of news: No Man's Sky has been delayed on PC by three days. Three days is not too bad. No, no, no. That's probably after the next legal battle. So. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. We'll get there. <laughs> There's more No Man's Sky news than the actual news. News. Prepare to be sad because this one's again. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, and then the you know, last bit of Pokemon Go news we got for this week is Pokemon Go Plus. The peripheral has been delayed until September. It's supposed to come out at the end of uh, July, which obviously that's not happening. Yep. Uh, it's a, uh, from what I heard about the, the Pokemon Go thing, it's like a watch deal that allows you to know if there's something nearby uh, without constantly having your smartphone out. Mm. It's, a sm it's, it's a smart watch. It pretty much it works with the yeah. game. So that works. But it's not coming out until now September. It's been delayed till September. Yeah, that's... You say that to me who was walking around an M&S food hall with my phone out, and pets at home, and Tesco. Oh my god at Tesco. That's all I will say. I can only imagine. Yeah. Either way, moving on. More No Man's Sky news is that... Oh, this is actually pretty interesting. This is and you read into it. Awesome. Okay, so, uh, in order to play No Man's Sky, it is technically an open shared world between everyone that is playing. However, you will not need a PlayStation Plus subscription 
to play No Man's Sky, which requires an internet connection. Uh, and the reason for that, Dark God? The reason for that is that apparently, even though everyone is going to be in the same universe, the universe is so big, the chance of you actually running into someone is so minute that they consider it to be a single-player game anyway. That is amazing. So, yeah. and I say good Damn. on them for not requiring a bloody PS Plus account. So, yeah, I mean, that is the reason why. That I pay for. Yep, it is yeah. online, but you do not need PS Plus because they consider it a single-player game, even though everyone is going to be in the same universe anyways. That is now, really good. That is hilarious to me because... That is mind-blowing. Any, any other game now, in the future... That's like, oh, like, Ghost Recon Wildlands is like, didn't they say something to the you effect of it's like 40 anymore. square miles or something like that? A something like size that, or... yeah. The, you know what's uh... going to worry me about this? Yeah. What's that? It's that big, how are the servers going to handle everyone playing? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Pokemon Go servers here, how overloaded <laughs> they've been. Yeah. Pokemon to No Man's Sky, I'd imagine Pokemon's far more popular, so they, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, how but they're... I mean the server overload in general. Yeah, we'll see how that works. Either which way, uh, again, any other game, like No Man's, or not No Man's Sky, it was uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, said 30, 40-something mile, square mile map, or something, something like, like that. that yeah. And a lot of other games were like, oh, our map is this big, our map is that big. And it's like, at this point in time, everyone else needs to shut up. Because <laughs> No Man's Sky just, and Hello Games just squashed everybody trying to be like, our open world map is X big. Because guess what? It no longer matters. It no longer matters. Nope. <laughs> It doesn't mean, I don't know how populated and thorough this map is going to be. I think a, a lot of us, the first couple of hours we have with it is going to determine a lot of factors as to what kind of staying power mm-hmm. No Man's Sky has, because at this point in time, it's been over-previewed, but under-informed at the same time. Yes. We can't really, I even though I've seen a handful of videos, I still don't know 100% what the date, the moment-to-moment play of the game is going to be. I think it's going to be a lot of exploration and a lot of resource gathering, which is very Minecrafty in my mind. So that'll work with. Uh, I like those type of games, so that benefits to me my type of playing. Uh, we'll see how much staying power it has, but uh, the thing with No Man's Sky is that the map size. I mean, there's no one else can speak on that anymore at no. all. No, they have just Something one. I'll just add into the live chat. Roxas, I have no idea how they'll be running yet, but hopefully it will be like that, so it doesn't overload it. That would be good, yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, they're gonna they're gonna use a lot of people's internet up as well as. Uh, <laughs> other stuff. Because that's the other thing is that, uh, so it's one shared universe, so even though it's, I think that's a lot of, uh, some of the more misunderstandings of No Man's Sky is the fact that everyone's like, they heard procedurally generated and they immediately thought, oh, it's like Minecraft where you get your own universe every time you start up a new game. No. That's not the case. I think for No Man's Sky, you're going to get your random start point at somewhere, and then, uh, but it's all going to be the same universe that everyone's playing within. Yep. It's it's they themselves already procedurally generated it and then we're just playing in it. Exactly. Yeah, you just sort of get your own little chunk of the action. So there's that. Uh let's see, moving on. Oh, as a matter of fact, Roxas Lamper has just joined in the chat. Uh hey, Roxas. I actually got this from him. He uh he tweeted at me earlier today. Uh, uh so flash news for this one is uh this is the police is the name of a game that's coming out to Steam. It has been delayed a week because the publisher forgot to uh, officially publish it onto Steam when it was supposed to be published. <laughs> that's 
awesome. Failed. Yeah, they they were highly embarrassed by the uh you know by this. So that's correct. Yeah, yeah. I'd be if I forgot to publish my own game. Yeah. You finally you forgot to hit that last final button that puts it out on Steam, and so oh yeah, it's delayed God, a week. That's too funny. I don't know why they chose a week though. I mean, why did they just do it the next day? As I was saying, did they not know it might be certain that? slots? You might have released the slots on Steam. I don't know how it works. I don't know. I was just saying, did they not notice that they weren't getting money for a week? I don't know. I didn't. I don't I, know. I didn't have time before the show to really read into it uh, thoroughly. That's so but funny, though. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I'm like, all right, yeah. That's so funny. They were uh, embarrassed by the situation. That was what I'm I sure. take away from it. Yeah, there's that. And then the final bit of Flash news is the Persona 5 TV anime special. Is going to be on uh, September 3rd, 7 p.m., starting on uh, Tokyo MX is the one that's going to get it first, and then there's a bunch of other networks that gets it after the fact. I will be keeping a close eye on GoGo for that. Mm. And also one more uh, bit at the end yes. is uh, We Happy Few is now available on Steam Early Access, and I'm very excited about this. Interesting. Have you seen Jim Sterling's impressions on that? Impressions I big. have not. I watched uh, I watched Dalko play it earlier, and he got very lost very quickly. But he got very lost. What was his overall experience, though? Uh, he said he liked it, but he just had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> okay, I uh, I know a couple other people played it. The only person I've seen of it uh, play it was Jim Sterling's video on it. He did, and the game is in a very early state of build right now. Oh yeah, you can definitely tell. It's definitely very early access. Uh, the the field of vision on it is a bit weird. Mm, it is a bit fuzzy. I did notice that on top. It's not even really a graphics deal. It's I yeah. think it's a field of vision issue that's just I don't know. Surely that will be worked out though. Yeah. Uh, but either way, the big problem that Jim Sterling was having of it is that he had re-recorded it at this point in time. It was his third attempt trying to re-record it. Uh, trying to get through to a very specific area in order to, uh, you know, you need certain items to be able to craft certain things, to be able to complete certain missions to get into another area. Yeah. And the problem is is that everything is procedurally generated, randomly generated throughout the map, mm -hmm. and it doesn't always guarantee that all the items you need in order to complete a mission are going to spawn. Oh, really? I didn't know that. In its current state. I think watching Jim Sterling's yeah. video very clearly states that there are issues that need to be worked out. It looks interesting, though. I mean, it does I... look interesting. I remember the thing with uh, with Dalko because he knew nothing about the game, or he was just going around trying to figure out what he was supposed to be doing. And he got very, very lost. But I noticed on his that uh, a lot of the things, like you get close to something, and all of a sudden it looks oddly fuzzy and like you know not quite right. But you know, I noticed it when it when you're when you're moving. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's definitely very early access, but I hope that it does get improved. I do too, because it really is well. That game is fascinating to me. Just the it's premise an interesting of the concept game is fascinating. That I, yeah. So hopefully that works itself out. Hopefully. It probably will. It is on early access, so you know you can give it some leeway. Yeah. But we'll see where it goes. Oh, yeah. So moving on to the actual news. I wanted to start with this one uh, specifically because uh, even though it, it, we kind of skip around a bit here because we're going to go to Nintendo now, but then we're going to go back to Nintendo in a little bit. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, for all those out there that keep claiming that, oh, don't worry, Nintendo's fine. They can keep losing money for the next, what, 30-something years or so, whatever the figure <laughs> no, is. And then, no, Oh, no. no, they're losing money, and it's going to be perfectly fine. And now Pokemon Go comes out. Oh, they'll be fine. See, they'll, they'll, nothing's wrong. No. So, 
Uh, Nintendo is losing money still. In the most uh, recent quarter, ending in June, Nintendo showed a 5.1 billion yen loss, which is $49 million U.S. Oh, that's a lot. That's bad. In yen terms, that is a lot. Yeah. yeah. The expectation was a 4 billion yen loss, but it was actually worse than expected. <laughs> so for sorry. anyone out there that still like to hold on to the uh, fictional idea that it's okay for them to keep losing money, you are delusional. They cannot keep doing that for any length of time. Which is why I right now, the NX is their last chance to make or break. You mean this NX that is full of rumors again? Uh, but don't worry, we're going to get there in just a moment because I, you know, honestly, I don't, there's so many factors involved. And again, it's also a rumor. But we'll get there in a moment. First thing first. Well, as long as they survive long enough for Sun and Moon to come out. <laughs> They'll make it till November. That's not a problem. Anyway, right. moving on. Uh, a new company has stepped up to claim that No Man's Sky is using its patent without permission. Yeah, I think I got this from Kaz. I read it on Facebook. Yep, oh, yeah, so... bullshit now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's more stupid secret legal nonsense for No Man's Sky... Uh, you know, they just had that deal with, uh, you know, that, uh... Big Sky, with... boy. Sky. A.K.A. Yeah. our big satellite company. Yeah, it's a ISP and uh, t- television broadcaster that... Oh, no, and that was a it's, trademark. It's the main satellite provider in the UK. You know, that was a trademark thing because they have Sky trademark. Because, of course, you can trademark words. Of course you can. And what the judge didn't let him get away with that, to be perfectly honest with you. That's... What are you talking about? It's 2016. Of course you can trademark words. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, they didn't, the judge didn't let him. If, it was, if the game was called No Man's Sky and it itself was an internet service provider, they would have ground to stand on to say, hey, whoa. It's a game. No. It, but it's, it's not, though. Game. It's a game. So it's just being ridiculous at this point. But then again, that's that. Uh, this is, I'm trying to find out where, okay, so a Dutch company named Genicapt uh, owns the quote-unquote super formula that the game relies on to create its, you know, giant, huge map. Uh, and that, and they've also stated that Hello Games does not have the license to use it. Uh, uh, the only ground they have to stand on is that Sean Murray, uh, in an interview, stated that he found a super formula back in the day that allowed them to use it to, in order to get the, you know, the, the procedurally generation to work the way they wanted it to. So, basically, it's just the math formula itself that's that this Dutch company claims that they have. The problem that I have immediately is that, first and foremost, No Man's Sky has been in the news for how many years? I know. And now you only come out now? I think that's the reason why, if I claim anything, that's the reason why I feel like they're going to lose this one. Because they waited. And also because they waited, and also because the game's not out yet, so how can they be certain that it's their formula? Exactly. There's until they see the source code. They're only doing it because this game has gotten popular interest. And that's the end result of it. The fact that they're gonna they waited until it's oh it's like a what is well, it like two weeks? Mathematical formulas. You cannot if it, it's parts of it, you can't exactly copyright that because mathematical formulas, you see the same bit of info popping up on millions of different codes. And there lies it, it's such a weird meta thing to copyright is the fact that you copyrighted a math formula. I know. It, it's so stupid. And in, other, in, in something totally unrelated that I don't even know how it would pan out, but uh, Hello Games is in the UK. 
the UK is no longer a part of the EU. Yes, we are at the moment. You are still? Okay, that's that probably won't another... be done. That whole political shit won't be done until at least the end of the year. Alright, so there's that. So they're still in the EU. That's another reason probably they wanted to sneak in. Yeah, yeah. To me, they're wait- two weeks before the release, this is a quick grab so that they can just, oh, okay, we'll license the formula and give you however much an X amount and share the profit. You know, I call bullshit. The fact that they waited. Yeah, read the wine chat, have... by the way. Vales just dropped a golden mark. So the patent itself is on a graphic editor? Oh, yeah. He just said already... you can't... Oh, and he's just said this company's also been bankrupt, bankrupt twice. twice. I did hear that. And it's like, so now all of a sudden they're, they're, they're looking for quick cash now? Yeah. To me, it screams it. patent troll to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, if they're saying they're creating their own game, yet they've been bankrupt twice, that's a load of shit. Okay, so they're it, not even a game company and they're claiming they're going to be doing a game with it? It says in the article something about doing a game. Oh yeah, uh, Kevin Gavin's making his own game based off of this formula, so it would be great if we could trade knowledge with Hello Games. Yeah, okay, so you wanted Hello Games to do all the research for you on how to make it work. Yep. Even if it, like, and it's still an X factor as to whether or not it's even your formula to begin with, despite the fact of the question of whether or not you should even be able to copyright math to begin with, uh, it's just, it's very weird. They all said it perfectly. You can't own a formula. You can only own the graphic editor that uses it. That I would believe. Again, it's just the fact that it's... Welcome to 2016. Everyone can own words and math. That's the problem math. with us going into this internet age. Now my generation, our gen, like to be absolute knobheads online. The younger gen like to be even bigger knobheads, and the older ones want to claim copyright on everything. Yep. And that's the part where it gets really weird, is that copyright law is way far behind the times, uh, especially when it comes to digital stuff and software and yeah, other absolutely. things. Like and it's just... It's not just it's not just the laws that are behind, the infrastructure's behind. Yeah, there's that too. But to me, the fact that they waited until two weeks before launch just screams patent troll to me. Absolutely. I don't think yep. this will go anywhere. Uh, I don't think so. No I hope it doesn't. What we, hold on a second, where's the calendar here? It is July 28th right now, and I haven't heard anything about this story since it broke. Uh, and what do we have? We have, uh, it'll be two weeks this Tuesday. Yeah. No Man's Sky, two weeks this Tuesday. You say pre-ordered it, then, yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. we both have PS4 You'll copies. You'll let me know how it is, because I can't afford to pre-order games at the moment. Yeah, we've had our pre-orders for ages and yeah, ages. Yeah, ages and ages. Where yeah, I even put my... you know, money isn't exactly uh, easy to come by in this house. Oh, yeah, same story here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things I would like to do. Exactly. But, uh... Yeah. yeah, those have been squared away for a long, long time. In full, too. In full. And I told you, I told you you wouldn't have to worry about sparing money for a Persona 5 pre-order. Yep. I knew that wasn't going to happen if it hadn't launched by, you know, or been announced by yet. <laughs> At that point in time, which is a couple months ago. Yeah, but, uh, so we're probably going to be doing the midnight launch, I think, right? I have to work that Monday night, so no. Oh, do you? Okay, I and thought you had that further, Monday night off. Furthermore, no, I have the following Saturday off. Ah, okay. Uh, the, furthermore, I do not know if there's going to be a uh, midnight launch for that game or not, because I don't know if there's anything else coming out that night, and I, I don't know if no that idea. one brand new IP is big enough to justify a midnight launch for it. Yeah. It might not. I don't know. Not don't in know. our area, anyway. There's probably GameStops and other places around the, you know, country that, you know, they just have enough traffic anyway that they're going to be able to be open at that time. Not in our area. Mm, that's a good point. 
But, no, you yeah. say that, and even the game up the road in Accrington does midnight launches here. Yeah. We do midnight launches, but only for big, big releases. And big or we only really get them for larger games over here. We don't get them for anything else. Yeah. And that's... I'm not just talking single stores. I'm talking every store. Yeah, so hopefully the game doesn't actually get pushed because of this nonsense. I hope not. That would piss me off. Because that would get ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And again, don't give Sean Murray at Hello Games death threats because the game got delayed. Why? You shouldn't be that doing I'm that not, anyway. That pisses me off because it is absolutely pathetic. That, that is. is ridiculous. Or don't even, uh, don't even give death threats to people who report that there is a delay. That's yeah. even more ridiculous. Somehow, you it's should ne- you should never really you know. Uh, this is today's be, generation. Of yeah. they're entitled little pricks. Uh, and uh, anonymity of the internet as well helps to that. Yeah. Uh, f- you know, but furthermore, you know, you should never give death threats. Period. But your uh, rage should be, uh, you know, pointed at people causing it. Sky, for example, that was what delayed it out of you know, the what was it. June into uh, August, that's what that yeah. delay was for. Mm-hmm. And now, if there's another delay, you need to be going to this Dutch company yep. and directing race. Don't go off the reservation and start doing death threats, but just, you know, if you're going to be angry about it, direct it at the people who are responsible for it. Yeah. Just a point to add there, if you start sending threats in tweets especially, they can trace your IP and they will find where you live oh, if they yes. get to a certain point. Oh, yeah. Like the stupid girl that pretended to be an Islamic terrorist and threatened American Airlines, <laughs> <laughs> who then got arrested by the FBI. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is that Twitter is sketchy at best at you know dealing with actual threats. Uh, people have actually you know uh, between threats and slander, they're hit or miss. If it becomes high profile, then they deal with it. If it's not, then they don't. Mm. Well, the companies that run the Twitters can request the information. Yeah, there's that too. But, I mean, Twitter itself as a company needs to do better when it comes to actual death threats. Well, so does Facebook, though. And then it's just death threats, but also slander as well. Again, if it's high profile, then they do something about it. If it's not, then, you know... The actual companies running the pages, though, can request the details. Yeah. But that's another argument for another day. Should we move on? Probably. Ooh, Nintendo NX rumors are going about. Again. Even more, yeah. again. This one I've seen a few times now. Yeah. So, the new the new hot stuff, and I got a couple <coughs> theories about it, but the Nintendo NX, the rumor is that it's a portable uh, console with detachable controllers and a docking station to go into your TV. Yep. It's not as powerful as a PS4, so it puts itself in between the Wii U and the PS4. And it's some sort of quasi handheld hybrid thing. At this point, I don't know Nintendo would learn. You think by now they'd learn? Those that want a console from Nintendo want a console that is plugged into your TV permanently. Yeah. We have 3DSs for handheld. That was my that was my big question: is how does this sit next to the uh, 3DS? Is this a replacement to the 3DS, and then they just they're going to do this it. only? I don't think so. Is the 3DS going to be the low end, and this is going to be the high end? The three the new 3DS has got quite a lot of power in it. Okay, it does, so just yeah. going on the fact that say this is it. Uh, my original thought is that somebody already tried to do a high power portable handheld. Yeah. It's called the PlayStation Vita. Mm-hmm. It didn't do all that well. No. 
And that was from a company that advertises stuff. So it, it speaks it, to its community. The the NX, in order to be successful, as proven by the Wii, need, or the Wii U, excuse me, the Wii U, uh, needs to have third-party support. Absolutely. And I don't know how many third parties are being willing to jump on this bandwagon since so many third parties have jumped on the Vita. It, Not many, I'd say, considering even Sega are releasing the new Sonic games on PS4. Yeah. And no, I'm not joking there. The thing with me, though, is that it was in, in an interview that uh, it's already been said that Nintendo is not going to be selling the NX at a loss. So if it's a high-powered, handheld, hybrid thing, that to me says three to $400 yeah. retail. The PS Vita was $300 at retail. It didn't do well until it started to get price cuts down lower. On top of the fact that, you know, the memory card is, you know, proprietary and that didn't help it either. But yeah. uh, $300 out of the gate for, you know, a Vita, that was a lot of money to swallow. And if this is the same, I can't see Nintendo's name saving it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if the NX is anything gimmicky whatsoever, which this sounds gimmicky to me, I don't see it being the saving grace for Nintendo. I don't know how much else you need to say about it. At this point, I don't believe anything until I'm seeing it, you know, first person. Because there are so many rumors floating around at this point. Like, it's so hard to tell, like, what's, you know, been confirmed, what's not. You know, and Nintendo doesn't say anything at all, period. So, I don't know. I'll wait and make judgment on it when I actually see what it is in person. You know, or, you know, when Nintendo actually has their, you know... Yeah. Think about it, because it's still coming out on March, is what they said. I w- I'd be willing to bet that they don't make March. I don't think they're going to make March. That well, was Apparently, my uh, guess. now, Sega has said they're going to bring out new Sonic games on the NX as well as everyone else, but the point in question is they're bringing the new games out on both, on both mainstream consoles, PC, and the NX. Yeah. Uh, it's still slated to release. This article right here says it's still slated March 2017. My bet is going to get pushed. Yeah, it's probably going to get pushed. Uh, that would be my guess. Yeah. Uh, the thing with me is that there's two thoughts about this. The first thought is that this might just be Nintendo. Because if this thing was coming out in March, I don't know when they would have to ramp up manufacturing. But the messaging is going to have to be key in order to get ahead before a picture from some manufacturing plant gets leaked onto the internet. Uh so this, to me, might be Nintendo trying to float an idea out there as rumor to see how people respond to it. They might try to be reactionary like that. That might be... I, yeah, I could see that. That might be a bit tinfoil hatty a bit, but uh, I could see them try to, you know, float a rumor out, see how people... Like that controller. Remember the controller? Even though yeah, there's a couple yeah, of hoses, yeah. they put out the, 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 the patent, you know, shapes leaked, and... Uh, a lot of people freaked out about it. People made the pro- those fake prototypes of it, and then people freaked out about it. So, and then that sort of went away. And yeah. now they flo- and then now it was floated out that oh, it's going to be cartridge based, and people kind of were like, eh, okay. And now there's this. It's just to me, it seems like they're trying to float ideas out and rumor and see how people respond to them, and then maybe come back. And the other option to that is that this is not the NX, and then their, uh, Nintendo is just tight-lipped about it. In which case, uh, as I previously stated it's going to hurt them in the long run the fact that people are making up their own narrative about it. Exactly. Uh, and that was my other thought on the matter, is that if this is, in fact, just a rumor and not what the NX is going to be, Nintendo's hurting themselves by staying quiet for as long as they have. When are they coming up with this announcement to what it is? Is it Tokyo Game Show? Is it before that, after that? I have no idea. Not a clue. 
to me, it, they need to get ahead on the uh, the messaging before we get a picture of it from some manufacturing plant. If mm-hmm. that drops before their event, then they are screwed. Because then by the time they say what it is, people have already made up their mind about it. As it is, people have already made up their mind about what it is or isn't, even though they have no official word on what it is or isn't. Yeah. It's just like I said, it, they're playing a weird game at this moment by staying quiet about it as long as they have because they need to do well on this console because it is my firm belief that if this console is gimmicky in any way, shape, or form, Nintendo will go the way of Sega within five years of its launch. Yep. And that's not a good thing for the industry. Oh, absolutely not. And then I don't know if there's anything else you need to say, but that's pretty much everything I need to say about it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm reserving judgment until I see what it actually is. Because at this point, like you said, everyone's just making up their own fanfiction about exactly. it. Exactly. So it's just, you know, you've got conflicting rumors left, right, and center. Wait to see what it actually is, and then we can make our judgment on it. Until then, though, it's just it's free-for-all on the internet. I dropped you a link in on Skype, uh, by the way. Wait, has Kaz link? Oh, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's what Kaz was talking about. Project Sonic 2017 is coming to Xbox and One. And Sonic Mania. There's two. Yeah, and Nintendo NX. Coming to everything. That's two brand new Sonic games. One is a 2D retro that reimagines old zones and has some new ones. Three playable characters. The other, from the very small bit of information, looks like Generations 2. Nice. Because it's got old and new Sonic on the trailer. Right. Either this way, moving on, we have uh, a new bit of information about the new upcoming Prey oh, really? game. Uh, Arcane has revealed new details on it. Uh, after several years in development hell uh, at more than one studio, uh, it has been confirmed that this game is, in fact, not a sequel to the old games. This is, in fact, a new continuum and a and a whole new like reboot reimagining. All right. Again, I don't know how I feel about that. The way the original game set up something special and then it just it fell did, flat. It did, so the, the whole thing with it could have been interesting being the uh, was that air marshal that's now in some alien village somewhere. Mm-hmm. You don't know where Tommy is. That whole continuum is completely gone, and they completely dropped the whole Prey Two thing, which is I don't know. That's sad. That is sad because they had a lot of potential with story. They on did. That, that that was a good story. It's kind of just like I put this in the same vein of Mirror's Edge. Did it need to be rebooted? Yeah, I who, know. Who asked for it to be rebooted? And also, if it wasn't going to be connected with the first game anyway, why not just call it something else? Exactly. It's just using name recognition for the sake of name recognition. I know. It's so weird. Again, I'm interested for what this game is going to be, but it's definitely not a continuation of Prey as we know it, which yeah. is sad because Prey was the first game of the Xbox 360-slash-PS3 generation that I actually officially was like, this is next-gen. Yeah, that was a really cool game. That was a cool concept that was very well executed. Yeah. And, you know, the sequel, uh, not so much. Yeah. Which way, uh, so it is not a uh, a sequel. That way, it's just entirely uh, no tie to the original. It's a reimagining of the IP. Uh, And the other real thing that is uh, of importance is that the name of the main character was chosen, which is Morgan, was chosen for the lead character specifically because it is gender neutral and that players will have the choice of male or female lead characters. Oh, nice. That's cool. Because, of course, it's 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That needs to be a thing. That does need to be a thing. I still don't get why people throw such a full soul for that. I don't know. 
They need to be represented, you see. Mm. I just don't give a shit. I know. Neither do I. Male. A.K.A. the gender that's more underrepresented in games. I don't care if your main character's male or not. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the choice is nice, but if you haven't, so what? Exactly. You play the game to enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. These people need to be represented, okay? <laughs> it's important for them. Otherwise, they get triggered. Mm. And they cry about it. And it's important. You just make me start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get that either. Again, it's just for some of these games. Again, does it hurt my feelings? No. Uh, I could really care less either way. Again, I want to know when are when are people going to start crying about Tomb Raider not having a male protagonist? I know, right? There well, we go. If anyone starts Again. doing that, I'm going to blame you now. No, you know what? <laughs> Inclusion, right? So if it's all right for the feminazis to cry that this game doesn't have a feel of it. It should also then in the same logical vein be okay for me to cry about Tomb Raider not having a male protagonist. You are totally correct. Because if you call that if you say, oh no, that's not right, well, hypocrisy anyone? Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Through the same logic-based factual arguments that they do themselves then it is then okay to also argue that this, you know, like Bayonetta. Oh, I, I, want, a fe- I want a male protagonist now. I'm not feeling represented. <laughs> again, same logical. Double standards are again, real. Again, double standards are real. And when they start crying about it, a lot of these companies just sort of, you know, they go with it just for the sake of not being cried upon. Yep. And I think a lot of companies in this day and age need to grow a spine. Mm-hmm. But that just might be me. I was told that this last tab must be put in because Kaz demands it. Kaz demanded yeah, this. Yeah, amused my husband. Kaz demanded that this Already was in. So last tab of news, Kaz. Yeah, apparently um, some very pissed off Chinese dude who was pissed as a fart was at his cousin's in, in South Korea. And he drove straight through Nexon's HQ's front window claiming that they ruined his life. Okay. It's totally their fault, you see. Addic- it was addicted to games created by the company. Oh, While, so yes, that is actually a major issue in Korea and China, it's your fault for getting addicted to them. Yeah. No, it's not. It's the game's fault. It's the developer's fault. They mm. ruined his life. <laughs> because 2016. And he didn't have a driver's license either. Awesome. So he was drunk and did not have a driver's license and drove through a, bil- a uh, corporate company's building. He's going to have a fun time. <laughs> yeah, one of the Maple Story big wigs that I follow on Facebook posted this. <laughs> it just amused me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I mean, people are stupid, aren't they? Always. Yes, I do believe so. Uh, that is 2016 in a nutshell, is that, you know, there's, we are on the internet, therefore we are experts. Mm. Oh, you make game, it's your fault, I get addicted to game. Don't play the game. Yeah. Also, I've just noticed the lights flickering, which means my power might or might not cut off. Awesome. Gotta keep it interesting somehow. Yep. Anyway, that's the end of the news. Uh, is there anything else anyone needs to say about that? Not really. Not really. Alrighty then. Uh... Are we now heading to the review first look, question mark? Sure. Okay. It is now time for the review. Yay. 
Funny story. I, over the last week, have been meaning to get to Uncharted 4. <laughs> the funny part is when you realize I haven't, actually. Yeah, it's, uh, it's MTS5 all over again. No, no you know what? I am going to get to this game because I am interested to see how they wrap up Nathan Drake's story. That will be interesting, yes. And from all signs, it's a solid game. Alright. As to how good or great it is, I don't know. I mean... We're gonna have we're gonna be talking about one eight hundred henchmen again. I got a pretty good <laughs> feeling without playing it. We're gonna talk about one eight hundred henchmen. Are and... we also gonna be talking about how you step into this ancient structure and it just disintegrates? Yeah, it's been standing for thousands of years and then it just suddenly disintegrates. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then uh, the second you it. And then there's also the fact that uh, this guy should apply, Nathan Drake should apply for American Ninja Warrior. Oh, God, yes. World's greatest free climber. <laughs> yeah. Extraordinary. Why American sprout. Ninja Warrior? I mean, do the real one. Yeah, what, what's the name of it in Japan? I forget. I... Ninja Warrior. Is it just Ninja no, Warrior? No, I don't think it's... I've it's been watching the Japanese version at 5 o'clock every morning on TV. It's Ninja might, Warrior. No, would they call it that when they broadcast it? Overseas, it's not actually called that. I guarantee. I don't that. remember what it's actually called. No, I forget. I what's coming to my mind is Satsuki is what's coming to my mind, but I don't know if that's right or not. I, they I call know. it something very specific in Japan, and it's not Ninja Warrior. Yeah, yeah. When it's broadcast overseas, they rebrand it as Ninja Warrior because that's what it's been known of now in in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, Satsuki. Ah, I was right. What do you know? Nice. I, just I know it things. I it's, I had a feeling that was coming to mind, but I wasn't sure. But I knew it was not actually Ninja Warrior. When they broadcast it overseas, they rebranded as, because that's what it's known as. Uh-huh. Apparently, the version screened in our countries is a edited version of it. Right. Yeah. The original is a entertainment television special, all broadcast in one go. Nice. Which would make more sense, because the event happens all in one day. Exactly. <laughs> But either way, yeah. So uh, I am intending to do that, and I, I'm de at this point in time, I don't know. Quantum Break is gonna have to wait till after No Man's Sky. After No Man's Sky, there's really not much. I don't think I have lined up past Forza Horizon Three, which is the end of September. So that'll probably fit in there. Uh, I'm getting to Uncharted Four. I've got to start. So I'm probably gonna start it tomorrow or later tonight, tomorrow, something like that. Nice. Uh, because I am interested to see how that game turns out. Whereas Metal Gear Solid Five, I was like, ah. <laughs> You know, so yeah. Uh, there's that. Uh, it's just a weird fact that this last week and a half, uh, my sleep schedule has been off badly. It has. It really yeah. has. Yeah, so, you've been awake in the daytime. It's kind of disturbing. I know. It's it's a bit weird in that uh, I've been up during the day, and then I'll be like, I'll I'll YouTube out at you know any given hour, and then I'll go in my room and I'll still be awake, but then as soon as I hit my air conditioned room, it's just a matter of and I'm and I'm asleep. <laughs> I think it's just yep. the fact of you know, the heat and humidity. It's the part of the summer drought that's just really not cold. Cold air con nice. Yeah, yeah I like think last that's part night, of the I, yeah, I think it was like around eleven. I went in there to uh, show them something on YouTube, and it was just flat out. I'm like, oh, I see the wall has hit. <laughs> I think it's just a matter of the heat zaps it out of me, and I yeah. really don't have any energy past that point. I think that's part of the problem. Mm -hmm. But you know, that's me. I've been told you have something to review. I do. Ooh. So yeah, I was looking through my uh, my Steam library the other day and have been trying to get around to some of the games that I have had for a long time, but uh, 
I've never actually talked to anyone. Uh, uh, speaking of needing to get back to your Steam library, because there's a lot of things you have that need to get you, that speaks for me as well. Yeah, I'm me. I try, every now and again, I try to have a serious look at it and pull out games that, you know, look interesting that I haven't actually gotten around to playing yet. Uh, this is one such game. So for the past couple of, uh, for the past like week or so, on and off, I've been playing Hand of Fate, uh, developed and published by Defiant Development, very positively rated on Steam, both recent and overall. This game is fascinating. I didn't quite know what to expect going into it, because the way it was originally described to me was that it was like a card game, but with like gameplay elements as well. And that's about the best way I can think to describe it, too. So basically what happens is you are a nameless uh, person who approaches this like dungeon-esque looking place, and there's a guy sitting at a table with a stack of cards, and you know, whole bunch of other different props and stuff around. And the uh, the guy also doesn't have a name, he's just called the dealer. And you play this card game that he, you know, quote-unquote created, that's very, uh, it's very like D&D style, but also has sort of like a torchlight flair to it. And it is is interesting. So you play the game, and like every card that you get is either like, you know, you meet someone on the road, it's very much like a written RPG almost. Where, like, you pull a card up and, like, a situation is described to you and then you have to make choices based on, you know, who you're dealing with, you know, what they're asking of you, you know, this, that, and the other thing, and you progress that way. But every time there is a combat situation, it actually goes into a 3D uh, gameplay thing where you actually have to learn how to fight off these monsters that are attacking you. And then when the battle is over, then you go back to the table again and move on from there. So it is, it's interesting. It is very unique. I've never seen another game quite like it. And there are a whole bunch of different scenarios you can play through. Uh, you can choose, at the beginning of each game, you choose out what deck you want to use. And you can actually like build up your deck and customize it depending on what cards you have available to you. And you can go through the games and, you know, every card comes up at random intervals and it's like, you know, realistically shuffled and stuff so every time you run into something new then it's you know it could be something good something bad it could be a shop it could be an ambush it could be a whole number of things and then uh, by the end of the game you uh, can win more cards by completing certain tasks throughout the game which will earn you tokens and then depending on how many tokens you have is how many new cards that you earn by the end of the game so I don't know, it is it's very fascinating the way that it all comes together seamlessly, where, like, you know, you're sitting at the table, you're moving around on these, uh, like, you have, like, this little figure that's supposed to represent you, you move that around onto each of the cards, and then, you know, the card flips over when you step on it, and then you go from there. And then it just kind of transitions seamlessly into a combat uh, situation that looks very, very, very similar to Torchlight in its art style and play style. And then when the battle is over, then you just, you know, you're back at the table again. So very D&D-esque, very, like, you know, written RPG style. Uh, throughout the course of the game, you can see your health meter. You also have food and gold. And every time you step forward on the board, you lose one food. If you run out of food, then you obviously start to starve and you lose health every time you move until you get more food. 
Uh, you can buy food at shops and, you know, things like that. Same thing with gold. You can buy weapons, armor, uh, spells, curses, a whole, you know, variety of different things with gold that you accumulate by completing different tasks that come up. And the point of the game is to, uh, you win each round and defeat, like, there's a final boss at the end of every round. And, you know, you just keep going on from there. I don't know exactly how many levels there are in offhand, but, uh, you know, at the end of every round there is a final boss that you have to defeat. And sometimes the bosses will come back in later rounds as well as, you know, basic enemies. So that's always interesting to see as well. Um, yeah, it is, it's a very fascinating game. It's hard to describe because there's literally nothing I can compare it to except for, you know, written RPGs and, like, D&D. So... Yeah, very cool game. Uh, it's $25 on Steam. I think I got it on sale. I don't remember exactly when I got it, but I think I got it for like 12 something on sale. So definitely worth it, I think. It has a lot of replayability because you can customize your decks. You can, uh, you know, every time you go through it, it's a completely different experience. What? Uh, that could be said about anyone who has a Steam account. Is that I don't know when I picked this up or for what, at what price, but I think I got it on sale. <laughs> yeah, so it could be it. said about just about anybody. <laughs> it could be said about my account too. Because I was specifically waiting for this one to go on sale because it looked so fascinating. And yeah, I've had it for a while. I'm only just getting around to playing it now. It came out in 2015, and uh, as far as I understand, there is a sequel on the way right now. I think that's slated for 2017. So that'll be really cool. And also, just, you know, quick side note, the dealer has an awesome voice. <laughs> he has, like, one of those really cool, like, deep voices sort of thing. So that also adds to the experience. So, so what you're saying is that he has a really deep, chocolatey voice like this? Maybe not quite oh, that. Oh, stop, uh, you. Maybe not quite <laughs> that deep, but deep enough. It, it's a really cool voice. But, it reminds me a lot, and I actually was really surprised to find out it's not the same voice actor. It sounds almost identical to the Cheshire Cat from Alice Madness Returns. You know, that voice. It sounds almost identical to that. I was actually really surprised to find that it's not the same voice actor who did both. Mm -hmm. But what you're saying is it's chocolatey nonetheless. (laughs) Do I have to force you away from the button? Please smack him over the head for me before he starts. Okay. (laughs) Yep. One of these days, I swear, I will invent this teleporter just so I can... Put my hand through the screen and do that, and probably scare the living crap out of them. You know what? I think that would be a very good thing to invent because just think of the commercial applications for that. <laughs> Imagine you could use that for like, uh, like there. How many specialty diners do you see on like uh, Triple D? Yeah. Anyway, you could invent it so that you can then order something from them and then just reach through the screen and just pick it up. Oh, sorry. As he spills lemonade all over me. <laughs> Yeah, you just pull it right through the screen. <laughs> and then, ta-da! Thank you for like, that. You're welcome. Gotta keep it interesting somehow. Excuse me a minute. Yeah, but no, no that's that would be a very good thing to invent because then you could sell that technology and make billions of dollars and then, you know, you could be able to use food. You know, get food from across the world, even even across you know the world. You could grab, order food, and just pick it up elsewhere. Get fish and chips from over here. You'll survive. <laughs> nice one, Mark. At least it's not as bad as when he dumped a whole cup of iced tea on me. Yeah, that was a while ago, though. <laughs> that was a while ago. Yeah, there was a while ago where uh, I was sat in my chair on the other side of the room, 
and he comes out and starts talking about something with, you know, his wild hand gestures, knocks over my full cup of iced tea and just goes wink right over. That's hilarious. Oh, God. And I'm definitely way, you were, for that one. You were, taking, you were talking about Hand of Fate? Yeah, we should probably get back to the game. Um, <laughs> now that I'm covered in lemonade. You're not covered. You'll survive. Oh, get out of it. You've got a couple of spots on you. Either way. So, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what else I can really say about this game that I haven't already said. It is it's definitely unique is the best word for it. There's literally no other game I've seen that is even remotely close to doing what the game does. With its balance between you know, being a card game, being a written RPG, and being like an actual... You know, having actual combat in it. So, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I'm actually uh, about halfway through it right now. And it's interesting as well because, like, even if you replay the same level, it's going to be a completely different experience because it's totally random what cards come up when. And depending on what cards you include in your deck at the beginning of the, uh, at the beginning of the match. So, yeah, it is, it's interesting. I do like it a lot. That's cool. What kind of rating are you giving it? I'm going to give this a buy it now. Alrighty, if you then. like card games, if you like D&D, if you like written RPGs, absolutely check this one out because it is so cool how it kind of combines all of those elements into one fluid experience. Sounds good. Yep. You definitely sound like you liked it. Mm-hmm. I need to check out my Steam library as well because I also have a, several games that are, you know, the same story. Yeah. Every once in a while, I try to have a look through and see, you know, what I can pull out and, you know, try to give more things a chance that I haven't necessarily tried before. All right. Good stuff. Anything else you need to say about that or should we head on off? Yeah, we can head on off. All righty then. So, final thoughts? Final thoughts. It is now time for the final thoughts. Woohoo! So, who has what for who? For how many dollars? Uh, can we have AC soon, please? Ah, yes, that would be very necessary. Uh, I think, matter of fact, tonight, I feel as though that that's more important than food. I believe so for right now. Because it is that's sticky in this room. disturbing, you know? <laughs> it is very sticky in this it room. It is extremely sticky right That's now. the weird thing, is that we could... There's times when we can feel a cool breeze coming from outside at this time of night, but yet the interior of this house retains the humidity. Yep. It's very depressing. That's because it's built into the earth. Very, it's very depressing. It is very depressing. So there's that. Uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else? Um, Not really, I don't think. Yeah. We have some stuff to watch on YouTube. We'll probably be doing that in a little bit. And we the air have, conditioning. Yeah, we also have... Uh, Another thing we never get back to is anime. Yeah, we have that to go back to eventually as well. Fairy tale, and then there's also uh, Assassination Classrooms almost finished up with this broadcast up. No. And that's another thing I'd like to say is that certain anime seem to take forever in finishing their their episodes. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for, right now, it's simulcasting right now. Uh, It started in the spring... And for whatever reason, is still ongoing. is called uh, Re Zero. Looks really interesting. I'm fascinated to pick it up. I've been seeing pictures of everyone, all the main characters on Twitter, all over the place. Sounds fascinating. Haven't watched it yet. For whatever reason, it's still in the teens for episodes that are coming out. And I'm just like, how how is it taking so long to release? Are they been skipping weeks? I'm not sure. 
I know this next upcoming episode is supposed to be actually a, a double length episode. So I don't know. It's it's weird. I don't understand how it's still ongoing. It seems like it's been ongoing forever now. Oh, and then Vale says Knights of Sidonia yep. as well. You guys ever shut up about bloody Knights of Sidonia? <laughs> it's uh, it's in the backlog of Doom as well as you know five hundred thousand other things that I would like to do, and you know. In short, we'll probably get to it in five years. <laughs> <laughs> He'll only drop it once we finally get around to it. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of other things going on, but not a lot to... Oh, yeah, the, uh, I finished Bakuan. Uh, interesting. It's okay. If you've never ridden a motorcycle, worked on a motorcycle, or have never taken a motorcycle course at, like I did, I took a motorcycle course at a local college, uh, which I don't even know if they still do that or not. I don't know. Because the parking lot they did it is the new building that you went to college in. Yeah. So... I don't know if they still live there or not, but... Uh, There's quite a big parking lot around there still, so I don't know. I have no idea, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but either way, it's just a weird concept to make into an anime about motorcycle. It's like... Actually, no, they do still do it. I remember sometimes they section off the parking lot and have, you know, stuff lined up for that. Okay, that's So cool. yeah, they do still do it. That's a good thing. Uh... The thing though is, it's just a weird concept to make as an anime, though. It's just like yeah, it half, is a very strange topic for an anime. You know, half the jokes are, you know, uh, I think just culture specific to Japan motorcycle culture, so they, I don't get it. I laugh sometimes. I laugh certain other jokes. I get some of the references, so it's like I was entertained, but I'm not probably not going to go back and ever watch it again. Mm. Just a very strange thing to, you know, yeah. a very niche topic. But again, that's why I like anime. You can do a lot with anime. That is for sure. Mm. Uh, and then, uh, other than that, I've started, I've seen the first two episodes of Flying Witch, and that is funny. Is uh, it? <laughs> I think this is going to qualify in the same uh, vein as Nanan Biori in that uh, it shouldn't keep my interest, but I think it will, because the pace is so slow and not that much is happening, and you would think I would get bored with it, but I think it's 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 got that special sauce in it. Okay. I don't know if you would like it or not. All right. But uh, it's an interesting concept. I like it uh, so far, first two episodes. And I don't know if there's much else going on. I need to get to Uncharted 4, and I also need to win the lottery. Yep. We all need to win the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice, because then I could just, you know, play games all the time and, you know, buy a house. Not... And buy a private jet to fly me over there for nothing. I buy a house, it would be in New York State, though. It doesn't have much. <laughs> I don't think you move that far from that lot. Oh, you don't think that. Because if I had <laughs> the money, I would be out of New York State in a quick hurry. Yeah, he hates it here. Uh, and I don't know what else is going on. At all. Yeah, there's that. And then the uh, the other thing, the reason why, it's just like, for example, something that I'm considering doing the reason, one of the reasons why I just, you know, New York State sucks so bad is I need a permission slip for the government before I'm allowed to even consider buying any handgun in New York State. It's something that I'm interested in that I'd like to do, but oh no, you know, it's like it's a it's a couple hundred dollar process in a, in a long process. I agree with that. Something. It's like I need a permission slip to do this, really, and that's before I even look at it. You know, a you know four or five hundred dollar handgun. <laughs> Six five six hundred. I agree with that because of all the shit going on with shootings. Just it's just ridiculous. I think you should have to have a permission slot. 
I don't. It's not, uh, no, don't think so. It's part of the Constitution. Whereas people always, you know, like, oh, well, you know, you try to compare it to cars and what have you. And that, <laughs> this is a whole discussion that can go on for ages. You know, yeah, I just I think it. you should have a medical check to say no, it's It's not even a medical people. check. It's in, in our county it requires you need to go through an NRA safety course. Uh, and then there's another application. Yeah, you should have a safety course as well. You know what you're doing. Uh, I probably already know this enough to cover myself for the safety course as it is. And it doesn't even require handling either. You know, but again, it's just a lot of expensive. Gun crime in your state is the lowest in the entire US. So it is doing something. There's a new study by a University of Pittsburgh that states that eighty percent of all crime is committed with handguns is not owned by the criminal committing the crime. So again, oh, no, it wasn't. It, this wasn't This wasn't just major crimes. This was everything. Again, you, you don't want to, It's just. It's a weird time and place, and it's a whole discussion that needs to happen, not on a video game podcast. Because as Colin already <laughs> says, video games and the grand scheme of things are fucking pointless. Okay, <laughs> you know the politics in this country as it stands right now and across the whole world are going to hell in a handbasket in a quick hurry. Yeah. Oh, you don't say. Look at <laughs> this place for God's sake. <laughs> oh, don't worry. The U.S. is not too far behind. I don't know if anyone's been keeping up with. Uh, our presidential race or not. Yep. We're doomed, yeah. Oh, me and Mum were ranting the other night. No, it's, just, it's just weird to me how the new policy in this country now is, is that we must regulate and, and allot permission slips to people, to law-abiding citizens when criminals, psychopaths, and terrorists commit crimes. Doesn't make any sense to me. Something that I'd like to do amongst all the other million things I'd like to do. But, hey, you know, one of the reasons why, if I had a chance, I'd be leaving New York State. <laughs> but, hey, that's just me. And, again, it's, it's a long process, too. It's the other thing that's kind of annoying. Not that I would have the money to do it now anyway, so. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Well, uh, you need someone to cook for you before that happens. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to more enlightening subject or, or cheerful subjects. Do you have any <laughs> other final thoughts? Not really. I really Kaz. Meh. <laughs> Meh. That's about the end result. I think that's that's a good way to describe the room we're currently recording. Oh, in. yeah. It's hot in here. Let's get to the AC. Yes, very <laughs> much so. Uh, I'm getting to Uncharted 4 very soon. I don't know if there's going to be a show next week. Given how slow the news is, I don't think there will be. It'd be right. It's something big would have to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, another way... It's always an understatement. I think Welcome the next... The summer. Yeah. The there's next like show we're going to have... Day is going to be the week before... No, wait, that's the wrong month. Is going to be, let's see, today is the 28th. It's going to be the Thursday after No Man's Sky. Yep. So No Man's Sky will have already launched, so that's definitely the final cut for Uncharted if I'm going to be reviewing or not. Oh, I just yeah. need to get to it. As a matter of, as soon as I start it, I'm going to keep going with it, obviously. Yeah, that's so the way that's I am with a thing. lot of games as well. It's like, you know, you put it off for so long, but once you're actually doing it, then it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Definitely, and that's, I believe, all we have for this week. Do you? Nothing? I'm going to be camping out in your room for the next six hours. <laughs> God damn it, it's sticky out here. Yes, it is. Uh, and until next week, don't choke the chocobo. Bye. See you later. Bye now.